0: Welcome to Antelope Road Christian Fellowship. We're glad you're joining us for today's message. For service times or to join a disciple group, please visit myarcf.com.
1: John chapter 17, and we're going to read it in its entirety. Yeah, Pastor Greg forgot to find the page number for you guys. Eight ninety eight. Thank you, sir. Eight ninety eight in the hardback. After saying all these things, wait. What's all? What's the all these things? What did he say? Chapter sixteen, of course. <laughs> but he did drop a bomb on us, right? The last thing Jesus said. But take heart, because I have overcome the world. Gargantuan, right? I know I'm taking you guys back because we spent you know, six or seven weeks on marriage. Take heart because I have overcome the world. After, after saying all these things, Jesus looked up to heaven and said, so just he's being really clear and a little culturally abnormal, who is Jesus praying to? Okay, clear as day. He's looking up to heaven. Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son so he can give glory back to you. For you have given him authority over everyone. He gives eternal life to each one you have given him. And this is the way to have eternal life, to know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, the one you sent to earth. I brought glory to you here on earth by completing the work you gave me to do. Now, Father, bring me into the glory we shared before the world began. I have revealed you to the ones you you gave me from this world. They were always yours. You gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything I have is a gift from you, for I have passed on to them the message you gave me. They accepted it and know that I came from you, and they believe you sent me. My prayer is not for the world, but for those you have given me, because they belong to you. All who are mine belong to you, and you have given them to me, so they bring me glory. Now I am departing from the world. They are staying in this world. Isn't it funny? He doesn't just say, I'm going to die. If you and I were praying this prayer, like, Lord, I know, you're, I, know you're, I know you're taking me home soon. I know I'm going to die. And he's like, I'll fly away, old glory, I'll fly away. He knows what's coming, right? Nobody else knows what's coming. Death burial, resurrection, another 40 days of ministry, and his disciples sitting around amazed instead of getting about the work, right? now, Verse 11, now I'm departing from the world. They are staying in this world, but I am coming to you, Holy Father. You have given me your name. Now protect them by the power of your name so that they will be united just as we are. During my time here, I protected them by the power of the name you gave me. I guarded them so that not one was lost, except the one headed for destruction, as the scriptures foretold. Now I am coming to you. I told them many things while I was with them in this world, so they would be filled with my joy. Isn't that cool? Jesus didn't tell us a bunch of things, so we would be bummed out and go, oh, well, I guess I gotta, right? If we're doing religion that way, we're doing it wrong. This is not begrudging submission, this is joy. Verse 14. I have given them your word, and the world hates them because they do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but to keep them safe from the evil one. They do not belong to this world any more than I do. Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. Just as you sent me into the world, I am sending them into the world. And I give myself as a holy sacrifice for them so they can be made holy by your truth. I am praying not only for these disciples, but also for all who will ever believe in me through their message. Is that you, Christian? Jesus prayed for you. I pray that they will all be one, just as you and I are one. As you are in me, Father, and I am in you and may they be in us so that the world will believe you sent me i have given them the glory you gave me so they may be one as we are one i am in them and you are in me may they experience such perfect unity that the world will know that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me father i want these whom you have given to me given me to be with me where i am then they can see All the glory you gave me because you loved me, even before the world began. O righteous Father, the world doesn't know you, but I do. And these disciples know you sent me. I have revealed you to them, and I will continue to do so. Then your love for me will be in them, and I will be in them. Lord Jesus, teach us today your word. Give us minds that are understand, hearts that are soft, hands and feet that are willing and ready and anxious to take action in glad obedience to you. In the great name of Jesus, we ask for this. God's people said, amen. Note takers, grab your pen. Did you notice Jesus asked to die in order to glorify God? Did you hear that? It's not the first thing you and I were thinking when we rubbed the lamp. Greg, what do you want? I want to die to the glory of God. Father, the hour has come. For those of you that have been with us the last three years, and I know a lot of you guys have joined since lockdown, maybe you've studied the book of John before. What is John saying when he keeps using the hour, the hour, the hour? What is he talking about? The time of Jesus' suffering, betrayal, suffering, death, resurrection. That the hour of suffering. It's been talked about many times in the Gospel of John that it was not yet. That's why he came, Jesus says. I came for that purpose, but it's not yet. Okay? And now everything shifted in that sentence. The hour has come. It's here. Glorify your son so he can give glory back to you. This is very Ephesians 2, if you're familiar. The word exalt, lift up, glorify, it's almost a pun, but it's not humorous at all. Lift me up. It's the exact same word that Paul uses in Philippians 2. He was exalted, not the kind of exaltation you normally want. He was lifted up onto a cross so that God would be exalted, so that dark powers would be brought down, right? Glorify me, your son, so that I can give glory back to you. He says later I have obeyed you completely I've done everything you sent me to do and he's asking for this one last thing this is the exclamation point on what you send me to do this is the point the hour has come glorify me so that I can glorify you if you love Jesus pray for Jesus Death to bring glory to God. He already did it. He already paid the price. He said, Where the Son of Man be lifted up, I'll draw all men to myself. And 2,000 years later, the same cross, the same image of a murdered Savior, the same image of a resurrected Savior is still compelling people to leave everything else behind and walk away and follow Jesus. Amen. It's really odd. Um, In 1815, Napoleon said, Charlemagne and I built incredible empires with millions of soldiers, but to this day, Jesus still has an army, each one of which would gladly die for him. How is that true 1800 years after the fact? I still submit to you, it's got to be an empty tomb. Too many nice guys died 2,000 years ago. Plenty of nice guys died. Been there, done that. Christian, Jesus died to draw all men to himself. So pray that prayer with him. Father, keep glorifying yourself through the exalted, the lifted up, the crucified Savior.
0: It's, it's this the same, same message,
1: Romans, Romans 1.16, 16, that saves Everybody. everybody. God God took on flesh and and died died on your your behalf behalf to wash away your sin. And Christians, we play at least two roles in evangelism. evangelism. We We do do the thing that God told us to do. do. We testify, we we share who Jesus is and what he has done. done. But we we also 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 ask God to do the stuff that only God can do. Any Any Christians Christians here, you know how to change the the human human heart? Anybody? No? Got that magic wand? No? Okay, so
0: there is something
1: that has to be made alive. Jesus Jesus called it the the second second birth back in chapter 3, being born born a second second time. time. You You can, can, if you're a Christian, share the good good news news of Jesus Christ with your your friend, friend, family family member, neighbor, all you want. But but if if God God doesn't doesn't do the God God part, then then what was the point? point?
0: Or what if God is waiting to do the God part, but he already commanded the saint living next door to go share the gospel, and that saint
1: is just not interested in obedience. Well, they might get mad at me. It is one of the biggest mysteries of the Christian faith. If anybody tells you they've got it figured out, they're lying to you. God in his sovereignty has chosen to do God-sized things and has told his people to do things that would not work unless he did his part. There is a partnership between God and His people, all the way back to Moses. Everybody who grew up on the Sunday school, those ten plagues, where God is smashing Pharaoh, did God need a stuttering, murdering coward like Moses to smash Pharaoh? But a loving, initiating, takes on flesh and is amongst His people. God says. I want to make make much much of me through through the broken you. Let's go. Christian, Jesus asked the the Father, exalt me so that that I can can exalt you. Glorify me so I can glorify you. you. And 2,000 years later, his glorification on a cross is still the hope of the world. Let's pray that God continues to glorify himself. And let's tell people, how much Jesus has loved them through the cross. That's,
0: That's our fourth core value. Go, go tell people about Jesus. How big of a jerk do you have to be to find, find water in the desert and tell no one?
1: And, and maybe, maybe you're skeptical yourself. yourself. Maybe, maybe you think these Christians are dumb, dumb for believing in heaven and hell, hell. The Bible's true. You can call us dumb, but agree with me on this: if we think heaven is real and we don't try to get you in, we're evil. If If we think that hell hell is real and we we don't try try to get get you you out, we're evil. Even Even if we're deceived, even if we're stupid, even if we did seventh grade three times. times. Christian, ask God to do God's part in saving people and then share the gospel doing your part. Because this is what Jesus asked for. Let's take our cues from him. What is he asking for? Who knows knows how how to get rid rid of a couch? couch? (laughs) If you've you've never never done done this before, you might might not know, know. but everyone who's seasoned seasoned knows. What What is the difference between between a couch couch with a sign that says free
0: and a couch that has a sign that says $100? $100? What's What's the the
1: difference? difference? Renault said it. One couch stays stays and and one couch couch goes. (laughs) And And it's it's not, not, oh, free free couch, couch. there's There's the the value. value. Mm -mm. There's There's the perceived perceived value, 100 bucks? I don't see anybody. anybody. I have have a pickup pickup truck. truck, And that couch disappears. disappears. Brothers and sisters, this is is part part of of the the problem. problem with 20th and now 21st century evangelism. When you as a Christian tell your friend, tell your sister, tell your father, tell your neighbor, that God's love is free, his forgiveness is free, and it costs you nothing. Is that true? Say yes. Don't, don't, don't toss your doctrine points. It's absolutely true. It's It's totally, totally, completely completely true. true. Is Is the the love love of God God unilateral and free? Yes. But But we left left out the $100 $100 sign. It's It's actually an an infinite infinite sign. This couch cost the The Son of of God an unbelievable unbelievable price. price. Yes, his mercy mercy is is free free. To to you, Yes, it's free. To To me, as the the recipient, this is what a gift gift is. Is Anybody anybody ready to celebrate Christmas? This is why gift giving is such a beautiful beautiful and powerful symbol at Christmas time. The Father Father gave gave the the Son, son, and so so I'll I'll buy you a toy train. train, Because one one day you're you're going to be old enough when I explain explain to you what what the gift giving is all about. We have got to share with you if you're kicking the tires of the Christian faith, if you're not sure, we've got got to share share with you that this couch is unbelievably expensive. Jesus suffered the penalty of hell for billions and billions and billions and billions of people in six horrifying hours on the cross. And the couch is free to you. It's free to me. We wonder wonder why why the couch couch doesn't doesn't disappear. We We haven't haven't assigned assigned any any value to it. it. Those Those of you who love Jesus, let's assign some some value to the forgiveness of of God. God. Let's
0: Let's not accidentally let it
1: sound cheap, because it wasn't. Second, what what did Jesus ask for? He asked to go go back to heaven, and not just to go go back, back, but to to go go back victorious. victorious. Jesus asked asked to to go back back to to heaven victorious. Look Look at at verses four and five with with me. I
0: brought brought glory to you here on earth by completing the work
1: you gave me to do. Again, Again, I keep keep telling you guys, if you're not a guest, I apologize. If you're a guest, I apologize. I've been saying this so many times. Because Jesus does not lie, and because he is sovereign, he can absolutely do whatever he wants to do. You and I, we're not on that plane, right? We're not sovereign God. He talks often about the cross in the past tense. He is so committed to it. So he's talking about this completed work of the Father, even though the biggest part is about to come. Okay? I brought glory to you here on earth. He's just talking about his whole coming to earth at all and everything he's accomplished. By completing the work you gave me to do, now, Father, bring me into the glory we shared before the world began. In case you went to the same college I went to, and the professor, and the professor kept, kept telling you that Jesus was a, a nice guy, guy and a good, good philosopher. It's is it is so popular for people to say, oh, Jesus never claims to, to be God. God. So, so I'm, I'm going to read, read that verse for you one more time. Father, that's, Father, that's already a claim claimed to deity, de- 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 but whatever. Bring me into the glory we, we shared before the, before the world began. We shared. That's co-equality co- with the Father. We shared it before time, the whole young earth, old earth debate, big bang, not big bang, whatever you want to say about it, Jesus said, I'm equal to the father. And before I took on flesh, I shared the same glory as the father. That father that that made Isaiah in chapter 6 of Isaiah soil his pants, woe is me, for I am a man of unclean lips, of a people of unclean lips. That kind of glory. The temple is filled and the priests can't do their duties and have to run out of the temple. Like they can't breathe because God is so beautiful and glorious they can't function. That's who I've been since eternity past. That's what he just said in verse 5. Most popular professor at Berkeley? No, he was not. No, he was, he was way, way more than that. Than that. Or, or he, he was lying, lying to, to us, us or, or he, he was, was crazy. crazy. He, he asked, asked to go, go back, back to heaven, not to go, go to heaven, to, go, go, back
0: and to go, go back and to
1: go victorious. victorious. So, so he's, he's wanting, wanting to accomplish, accomplish everything that, that the, the Father sent, sent him, him to, him to do. do. He's saying, I'm doing it, and I'm, I'm excited to come back to heaven victorious.
0: You might have seen this on
1: YouTube. So Luca, I feel
0: feel bad for him. He's famous for
1: the wrong reason.
0: Luca was in a bicycle bicycle race about four years ago, I think.
1: (sighs) Crossed the finish line. He was ahead of the second person by like 100 yards. A really large gap. And if you know anything about aerodynamics... When, when you, you put, put out, out your hands, hands to, celebrate to celebrate like this, you're you no, no longer, longer moving, moving fast. fast. Okay? He's, he's cheering, he's yay, I, I won, won the, the race, race etc. Um, the problem was there, was, there was still one more, more lap, lap to go when, when he, started he started celebrating. The, the lack, lack of inertia, when, would, however long it was when, it was when he, he figured it out, there's, out, there's one more lap, lap, go, 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 whatever. whatever. The, lack the lack of inertia, inertia probably the embarrassment... And And everybody everybody behind behind him going, oh my gosh, he celebrated. celebrated. Who 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 knows, knows? the combination of things. Everybody else went pedal pedal to the metal, and and he was, was, I guess, out out of energy. energy. And And in in one one lap, lap, he he had sunk sunk to 148th place. place. 147 147 bicyclists bicyclists made up at least a 100-yard gap in the last lap. lap. I don't don't know how long long that lap lap is. He was an also ran by the time, time it was over. And this, and this might have been no, one of the, the rare, rare circumstances where, where the, guy the guy who won, who won the race was, was not the one all over ESPN. ESPN. The guy the all over ESPN, ESPN is, the is the guy who should have won the race. 100 yards ahead, and if, if he, he can count and he, count and he knows where he's at and that there's one more lap, more lap nobody, nobody was, was going to make, make up that gap. gap. He, he should have won. But he, he celebrated too early. If you're a Christian, don't coast. God is not done with you yet.
0: Now this, a message like this doesn't necessarily resonate as much with us young bucks.
1: But some people with some wisdom, some experience, some gray hair. Do you believe that God is done with you? Do you look back on back the ways that you've served God in the past and you, you enjoy those, those good emotions and those good memories, but are you, you ever tempted to believe that was my ministry, that, that was, was my contribution, God has done with me now? If you are tempted, I want to let you know that you're still breathing, and, and you're breathing for a reason, and us young, young bucks need you. Part of, even though it sounds grim, part of embracing God's sovereignty is embracing the fact that I would be six feet underground if God was done with me. He did not purchase you at the high price of the cross to just use you for 60 years and the last 20, 25, 30, you coast. Back to Moses. Wasn't he 80 the first time God called him? 40 years as a ruler of a people, 40 more years as a shepherd, and he could have said, I think that God maybe is done with me. No, Moses, I have 40 years where you're going to be the ruler of the people as their chief shepherd. You're 80, and I'm just now culminating all of your life experiences into your calling. Are you glad that Jesus, after healing people and after performing miracles and teaching amazing ethics, he didn't get to the end of this three-and-a-half-year ministry? Well, world, I think that's good enough. I've already given you a lot more than you deserved. That whole cross thing kind of bums me out, just the idea. So I am going to float up into heaven now. When When we we look look at Jesus Jesus and ask him, him, what did he he ask God for? He asked to to die for God's glory. He asked to go go back back to heaven, but not until he was victorious. Brothers and sisters, do you you want to go go to heaven now? Or do you want to go go after Christ is fully victorious in your life?
0: I want to go when, when he has accomplished,
1: accomplished everything that, that he planned, planned for me. Everything. And I don't, I don't know what those things, things are. So, so I'm going to have to keep the book, book open, not dusty. I'm going to have to listen to brothers and sisters who have the Holy Spirit inside them, inside them and different spiritual gifts and different experiences as they, they speak into my life.
0: And I'm going to have, have to listen to
1: the needs of the body, body and go, hey, maybe that need is a calling. Don't coast. God, God is not is done, done with you yet. You will know when, when he is, is done using you on earth. You know how you're going to know? You're, you're going to see your Savior's face. face. You're, you're going to see him. That's how you're going to know. know. And he, and he says, says, well, well done, done, good and faithful servant. servant. Come and enter into my rest. That's, when that's what you, you get, get to, to rest. rest. He literally said it. Work, 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 Die that doesn't, it doesn't mean, mean we, we don't, don't do Sabbath. Sabbath. It's just, just that our ultimate Sabbath, Sabbath is in his presence. And I look, look forward, forward to it. it. Last, Last, we're running we're out, out of time, so right with fury, Jesus asked for Christians to be taken to heaven so that they could have, have an unlimited supply of Pepsi. No? Jesus <laughs> asked for Christians to be taken to heaven so that their favorite football team would be there and perpetually winning the Super Bowl. Bowl. You think there's biblical support for that? No? Jesus Jesus asked for Christians Christians to be taken to heaven heaven so so they they get to see his full glory, is what the text says. Oh boy, boy, we're gonna gonna have have to work work on trusting Jesus. Jesus Jesus loves you more than you love you. And when when he he thinks thinks of you going to heaven, heaven, what he asked the the Father for in verse 24 24, Father, I I want these whom you have given me, that's the church to be with me where I am, then they can see all the glory you gave me because you loved me even before the world began. Oh, Father, they've seen so much glory, but they haven't seen it all yet. It's it's like saying, Father, could you just imagine what their faces will look like when they see it all? Imagine the faces of the church when they finally realize how much they're actually loved because Because they're they're not impeded impeded by sin sin anymore. Let's Let's save them, spend spend the rest of their their lifetime them glorifying us,
2: crucifying
1: the the flesh, getting rid of the old self. When When we take them to heaven, when we find out how loved they they actually are, can you just just imagine, imagine, Father, what their faces will be like? They need to see all of my glory. Jesus wants you to go to heaven. He might not want you to go there for the same reasons you want to go there. But can can we agree in the vein of of repentance that that if Jesus and I are in a disagreement, who's who's wrong? Gregory. Gregory's wrong. So Jesus, who loves me more than I love me, he wants me to go to heaven so I can finally see, perceive, and enjoy for eternity all of who and what he is. The question for the Christian is, do I desire heaven for God's benefits, the cool things he'll give me, or do I desire heaven because I want him? That's like a young uh, Christian kid who's told he can't have sex until he's married. Are you excited about marriage so you get to have sex, or do you love her? My best friend friend and I took our families about four years ago to the beach boardwalk in Santa Cruz.
2: Cruz. And I'll I'll keep this brief because we're running out of time.
1: Long long and short of it, we bought a bunch of tickets, and the kids kids are all excited whatever. whatever. And And one one of the kids was really reticent reticent to go on any rides, just Just kind of freaked her out. The other kids were fine. And uh, my My friend friend was kind of getting frustrated with his daughter, as any of us would be. Kind of said, his argument was, honey, that's the point of the boardwalk, these rides. That That is is the whole point. point. Um, And And my question question to the... the, Oh, did did I not? I didn't. I'm sorry. I forgot forgot that I deleted those. those. My question question to those of us who love Jesus is, is, do we we see heaven, do we We see see that the whole whole point is that that we get God? God? Do we realize realize that that is is the entire point? point? Uh, We're 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 not not going to, to, because we're going to be sinless. We're not going to get there and throw a hissy fit over, well, I thought thought heaven heaven was going to be this, this, and I thought I'd I'd have that, that, and I thought thought I'd have this. this. No.
2: There'll
1: There'll be be no selfishness, there'll there'll be be no no entitlement, entitlement, right? right? There'll be be nothing nothing like that. that. The The whole whole point point of going to heaven is to to get God. God. That's the point. If you're a guest who's exploring faith, here's what I want to call you toward, and then I'm going to pray, and we're going to watch some announcements. The Bible, as offensive as this is, it's true, so we proclaim it. The Bible says that every one of us, because we have chosen sin, we are all God's enemies until we agree with him and he changes our heart and he makes us a friend. An enemy doesn't mean that you're aware necessarily that you hate God. It just means, I am the king of my life. I am in charge, period. I have the final say on all things. You You could could even even be an active active churchgoer and still be an enemy of God. That's what Saul of Tarsus was, the first first part of his life. If If Jesus is a little add-on and you listen to him when it's convenient convenient to you, you are still on the throne of your life, life. right? I want want to invite invite you,
0: atheist, agnostic,
1: Mormon, Muslim, thinks you're a Christian, but this gospel gospel is bothering you. you. Wherever Wherever you're at, I want to invite you to stop fighting God. Stop fighting him. If Jesus is not Lord in every single way or every part of your thinking and your behavior and your passions, he's not God you are. And I tell you that because I love you. I tell you that because Jesus loves you and he told me to tell you. He is inviting you into something that is so much better and repentance for you is really broad. It's your entire life saying, Jesus, I've been wrong in running my life. I've been wrong in treating myself like I'm God. That is all wrong. And you you are are right. You are the savior of the world. world. Your Your cross is sufficient to wash away my sin. Nothing else is going to wash it away.
0: And that's that's what we invite you to. As a Christian Christian church who believes the Bible
1: Bible is true, we will keep calling calling to you to to let go of controlling your life. life. It's It's an illusion illusion anyway. All you need is a fire or a hurricane or or an election and everybody loses their mind
0: because they, they thought, thought they, they
1: were, were in control. control. Or a flood. Or a flood. Or if you're lucky, a flood, <sighs> while there's a fire.
2: fire.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pray, pray for us. Lord Jesus, there's so much going on in this chapter, and, and we, we want nothing less than transformation from your Holy Spirit. Spirit. God, if we we find ourselves believing your gospel uh, for for the very very first time time today, thank you. Thank you you for saving us.
2: God, I ask ask that your gospel will be as effective effective over in the Pringle Pringle building with our littles. God,
1: God, those those of us who already love love you, teach us how how to pray. As we watch you, Jesus, pray, give Give us the the humility and the hunger to take lessons from how you pray and to pray for the same things. That you be lifted up and you draw men to yourself. That you'd be the point. That our life is just simply poured out as a drink offering for your glory. Help us to pray like our Savior. And it's in our Savior's name that we pray, God's people said. We're
0: going to watch a video, then I'm going to have one set of instructions here about Pumpkin Blast, which many of you know is in eight hours. So let's watch the video
1: first.
2: Well, good morning, ARCF family, and happy Pumpkin Blast Day. Yep, that's right. Today's the day. If you've got kids, then make sure you come on back here tonight from 6 to 8 p.m. for a free carnival to have a chance to win prizes and candy. And don't forget, we'll have pumpkin pie here for just $2 a slice. And all of it benefits our Citrus Heights Little League. It's going to be a fantastic evening. So, come on back tonight at 6 p.m.
0: We are just one month away from our annual holiday boutique and craft fair hosted by Women's Ministries. This year it's being held on Saturday, December 4th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. We have over 30 vendors signed up this year. Most of them have never been here before. We are so excited to be able to welcome new people to our buildings. And this year we're asking for some help. We need four friendly volunteers to act as tour guides on campus to make sure that everybody knows where everything is. And we also need some help with setup and cleanup. So if you're able to help out in any of those areas, please make sure that you go to the back table in the worship center to sign up. You can also head to myarcf.com slash boutique help. And just to note, that all of the profits from the space rental fees to the raffle ticket sales go towards helping a family that was affected by the fires. So it's a great cause too. So whether you're able to help out or not, please make sure you mark your calendars for Saturday, December 4th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Come down and do some shopping and just have a great time welcoming people here on campus.
2: In case you're unaware, we are associated with the Church of God out of Anderson, Indiana. That association is broken up into different districts across the country, and so we're a part of the Northern California district. And this coming Saturday, the pastors in our district will gather together here in Sacramento to hold the annual business meeting. Now, I tell you all of that to tell you this: this Friday night, November fourth, the district wants to kick off the business meeting with a night of worship and prayer, and you are invited. This is going to be an opportunity to gather together with other church families and just spend some amazing time in worship. So if you'd like to come, it's going to be held this Friday at 7 p.m. at the First Church of God that's located on 58th Street in Sacramento. If you'd like to get more information, please visit the website listed below and click on the event name, Advance 2021. The district hopes that you can make it there. All right, church family, that's all I've got for you. As always, please make sure you grab yourself a bulletin, read it left to right, front to back, for more events and more information.
1: Do you guys appreciate the Kennedys putting those videos together? Two quick things, things to, prepare to prepare us for tonight. Uh, if, if you're a guest, guest we've got, got a uh, kids' carnival going on in this room and in the Connection Center at, at 6 to 8, eight o'clock tonight that we're, we're about, about to get, get ready, ready for. Um, two, two things, things real, real quick. Who here ever, ever experienced, experienced coming home, home and, and smelled, smelled the delicious smell of a hot apple pie, and, and no sooner did you get an idea your mother, mother said, no, that's, no, that's for, for Auntie Susan, she's coming over. or It's for company, it's for guests. Anybody experience that? Okay. As, as painful as, as those, those moments, moments are, that's what service is. There are, are times where exciting things, things are happening, but, but it's not, not for you, you. It's from you. Our family, family is giving, giving this. Okay, okay. This, this is uh, a, a pseudo-announcement. Pseudo we're we're having, having a parents' night, night out in December. in December. And I'm, and I'm telling, telling you, about you about it now because there's, there's going to be a sign-up up table at like the Christmas booth tonight. We have we are creating an event where parents can drop off their kids for free babysitting. We're gonna feed their kids a pizza dinner and do arts and crafts, tell them the Christmas story, show a Christmas movie, and parents get three hours to go catch a movie, go on a date, go out to dinner, what have you. This is an external ministry. Okay? This is our church family serving the city. And we only have twenty-five slots for kids kindergarten and younger. We have twenty-five slots for kids first through sixth grade. So I want to ask you, if, if you're, a, a, you, a, a, you love Jesus and you call this your church home, please do not sign up at that unless, unless you are planning to be one, one of the 16 adults. adults. There are going to be eight adults with the little kids, eight adults with, with the, the big kids. The Kaisers, Kaisers will be there, know I'll, I'll be there. Be I'll there. Be I don't there. know. Maybe. Maybe. If, you if you are, are working, working there, there then, then sign your kids up, and they'll take some of the slots if you've got kids and you want to work it. But if you are not working it, please do not sign up for that, because that is a ministry to our city. Does that make sense? Say yes. Awesome. Thank you. So, here's, so, here's what's, what's about to happen. All these chairs are going to get broken down and, down and stacked and, and cleared out. We're going to leave behind maybe 20 or 25 chairs, chairs. And we're about to set up all the games. games. If, you if you signed up for a game, game, I'm going to ask you to come, come into the music room, room now, now the office, and I'm going to find, to find your game out of the closet and hand it to you. It Any young, young bucks that want to help move a couple of things that are heavier, most of them are not. And Sherry is in charge of telling you where to go and how to get there. That's, That's technically true. Sherry is in charge of the floor, floor plan. So, so you, maybe you're, you're in, charge in charge of Chuck-a-Duck. Chuck-a-duck. I'm, I'm going to hand you Chuck-a-Duck and, and give you a couple of basic instructions for your for game. game. You're, you're going to come in here, and, and Sherry's going to tell you where to set up. You, set you set do, do not, not have to be working a game to help with setup right now. You don't. Okay? So any able-bodied person who's willing to stack chairs and help bring the games out, we're going to do some decorating. Ms. Summers in charge of that. Ms. Summer, do you need help with decorating? Okay. Miss Summer, raise your hands so everybody knows who you are. If, if you, you want to help a decorator, with decorating, talk to Miss Summer. She's the Queen, the Queen Highnessness, Highnessness of decorators. Decorating. So you do whatever, whatever she says. All right. right. I, love I love you guys. Have, have a great, great week.
0: Night. Sometimes sorrow is the door to peace.